Welcome to this week's Future Toolbox podcast. We explore the Z to A of life skills, where each letter stands for a topic and essential tool to help you get ahead in life. Meet Jules and Mark, creators of the multi-award winning Future Toolbox, and enjoy their straightforward approach to creating growth mindsets that help people turn their dreams into realities. Whether you're a teen in education, a parent, a teacher, or part of a community group, start creating positive habits from today. Hello and welcome to this week's Z2A podcast with me, Mark, and Jules from the multi-award winning Future Toolbox. Hello and welcome. The Z2A is where we pick a letter and a topic and discuss how you can use our tools to improve your own personal development and life. So what is this week's letter? Well, this week, guys, we've gone back to the letter B and B is for believe. So believing in yourself And we have a very special guest again on this podcast, a person who has a lot of belief in herself. A little bit of a giveaway there. It's the uh, wonderful Sally Wood. Hello, I believe I'm very pleased to be here today. (laughs) Oh yeah, it's always lovely to have you back. You're our favourite guest. Don't tell any of the the other guests that. (laughs) I bet you say that to all your guests. We say that to all the guests. Nobody will come on now. I know, I know. Well, they've got a top Sally, you see. But what have you been up to since you were last on the show? Well, I've had all sorts of exciting things, really. So... Just in the last couple of weeks alone, I went to the House of Commons for a small business reception as part of my role with the Federation of Small Businesses. How cool was that? It was very cool. So got to walk through the Grand Hall where the Queen lay in state, where Winston Churchill had laid in state, saw the state golden carriage. Um, but on a more serious note, it was there. I was there to represent the interests of small businesses. So I got to talk to politicians and ministers about some of the issues affecting small businesses like Future Toolbox, just to tell them some of the issues that we face that maybe some of the bigger businesses don't face. So that was a brilliant experience. It was you know, wonderful to be invited to such a prestigious event. I also went to the Startup Awards where Future Toolbox yeah. were finalists Woo! in the Startup Social Enterprise of the Year. I have to say it was probably the toughest category of the night. Every single social enterprise that was nominated was amazing. But it was a brilliant evening. It was at the Custard Factory in Birmingham, which is a great (laughs) venue. It's where they literally used to make birds custard. And did you have any custard while you were there? I didn't, no. I had some lovely lovely Biscoff cheesecake, though, which was amazing. And I had a, a really nice glass of wine in a zero waste bar which was really cool yes, I remember you lovely. sending us the pictures mm, really good yeah. so that was a lovely evening and always good to fly the flag for yes. future toolbox met some lovely people there also one of my clients which is a business called Caris Grants that helps get funds out to vulnerable people mm. in society it was their 20th anniversary a few weeks ago so I helped them celebrate their 20th anniversary Ooh. making a difference to people's lives wow 20 years they've been going 20 years that's, that's phenomenal yeah. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah so it's great and they're working with some really big names in the energy sector but also charities housing associations um, citizens advice bureaus all sorts of really interesting companies to get you know domestic appliances to get debt relief to get vouchers and things to people who are really you know struggling yeah. with the cost of living so that was very exciting went to mark's beerathon on sunday <laughs> oh, yeah. which was an, an experience purely to observe 
So Matt and I came along with a little picnic and a bottle of wine and watched lots of people run in the heat, eating, eating snacks, oh. drinking various drinks and generally having a lot of fun. And it was a really nice afternoon. And you raised a lot of money for Headway as well at that event, didn't we you? We did. Mark? I'd just like to say very quickly, please do not try that at home. Yeah. I, that's yeah. why we weren't at home when we did it. We'd done it somewhere <laughs> else. But no, on a serious note, it is, it is quite silly, really. But we had a great day, loads of fun, and we raised £207 wow. for Headway East North Ants. So uh, I need to send them the money over now, and then they can start using that for their service users so yeah brilliant yeah. day full of silliness full of fun full of fun and just lovely to see people yeah. enjoying themselves yeah. on a very beautiful sunny sunday afternoon yeah. and i was really impressed that some of the people running actually did it in fancy dress yeah <laughs> that was quite impressive quite impressive we had a we had a beer bottle we had somebody on horseback and we had somebody with some sort of japanese ninja as well yeah in a full-on sort of <laughs> skin suit which was quite alarming because it was so hot i thought he was going to pass out but he did very very well so yeah it was a great afternoon well yeah. so you've been up to quite a lot then some really really exciting things yeah yeah and i remember you saying on a linkedin post about your career and you called it a portfolio career mm. which pretty much sums up what you, you've done over the last sort of few months yeah when we go to the houses of parliament is pretty incredible because the history there the aura that it gives off and the amount of people that have walked through that building and to actually go there and think I can walk into parliament and say my piece absolutely and somebody will listen yeah well they'll do anything is or not is different but they listen but there were people listening people asking for my opinion and I was uh, I ran a virtual networking event today for FSB and I was talking to some of the people there about how important it is for me to have events like that because when I host events myself I hear what small businesses have to say it all goes in here and I speak to a real variety of businesses in different sectors and to be able to talk to MPs so MPs were coming up to me saying Sally tell me about what's going on with businesses Mm. in your area Mm. because it's probably different to my constituency I want to hear what's going on how are different types of businesses affected and to have that voice is is amazing that's wonderful and I think the other thing that we need to sort of put out there is we have that absolute belief in that you are going to raise those things yeah. and be the point of call for local businesses Absolutely. at events like that because you believe passionately in small businesses yeah. and particularly in Northamptonshire and surrounding areas yeah. so uh, yeah well done you thank yeah. you very exciting I don't know don't know if I'm going to have that much excitement next week but who knows who knows, <laughs> who knows what that'll bring so we're talking about B is for belief and that's all to do with fixed and growth mindsets and how you think So if you have a fixed mindset, you're not going to move forward. And this is something we teach in a lot of sessions and workshops to teens, to young adults and to families and communities as well. Obviously, we worked on a recent project with the Power of the Mind Network, the three of us together. And we put everything around confidence and self-belief. And to be able to do that and to go and put yourself forward, you need to have that own inner confidence and funny enough, we were talking about when you was a director and you got promoted to that level yeah. about your own self-belief, but also being yourself is really important, isn't it? Absolutely. So one of the best bits of advice I've ever been given in my career was when I first got promoted to director and a chap called Steve, who was the HR director at the time, said to me, Sally, whatever you do, don't stop being you because... Mm. 
that's why you've done so well at what you do is because you are yourself you're you've got your own unique personality your own style people relate to you and that's what's helped you get across get ahead in your career and that's really really something that's stuck with me and it's a piece of advice Mm. that I've been really happy to pass on to other people I always say if you're pretending to be somebody else it must be absolutely exhausting. So trying to do a job and be an actor at the same time all day, every day, just nice. doesn't work, does it? So being yourself and being true to the values that are important to you. Absolutely. It's so key, isn't it? True to your values, because your values and your beliefs go hand in hand together, yeah. don't they? And being true to your beliefs and believing in yourself mm-hmm. is key. And I always think, yeah, just be yourself, because... There's no one better. There's yeah. no one better at being Sally Wood exactly. than the than Sally, Sally Wood. Wood. <laughs> There's no one better at being Mark Kennedy than Mark Kennedy. Absolutely. And that's a quote. Be yourself, everyone else is taken. Everyone else is oh, taken. I love that. No, no, judge yourself through someone else's eyes. I got told that once before. And mm. that stuck with me that judge yourself for what you've done and your values, your beliefs, yeah. what it is that you're trying to do. And don't try and do it through someone else's eyes because they'll see everything completely different. I've just picked a bit out from our book here, Don't Get Your Neck Tattooed, which is obviously the Z to A of life. Plug, plug, plug. Yay. (laughs) And there's a chapter called B is for belief in here, of course. And it talks about growth mindsets. Now, the fixed mindset of a person who looks at somebody and says, do you know what? I can never be that good. I can never aspire to be that person Mm. because they are experts. Mm. They are world famous they are amazing at taking exams or whatever but the growth mindset says we see people who is an inspirational role model to learn from now obviously we've done a lot of work with teenagers recently and we've hosted Mm. some webinars on revision and study and one of the things we really touched on there as well is about giving it your best shot in your exams so for teenagers who are listening at the moment they've probably heard us talking about businesses being serial entrepreneurs and all that sort of stuff thinking I can never do that and do my exams but we hit home a message in saying that study that person who's really really good study that person who's done something that you aspire to a lot of people that I talk to say it's really valuable to find yourself cheerleaders in life if there's somebody you aspire to be like you know maybe try and have a conversation with them I spoke to a chap today on our FSB networking event and there was a marketing guru from the States that he really admired. So we sent him a message on LinkedIn and he got a reply. Wow. And started having a conversation with this guy and then it turned out this guy was coming over to the UK. So they arranged to meet up and they had a coffee together and this was someone who'd written one of his favourite marketing books. This guy works in the field of marketing and I thought that's such a great story because genuinely good people are often very generous with their time they've got that self-belief but they want you to have that self-belief in yourself as well yeah that's it that's something that we try and help people to have that through our workshops no matter what age that person is is to have that belief in themselves that they can aspire to be what it is that they want to be they can be good at what they want to be good at So one of my favourite sayings is comparison is the thief of joy. I might have even said it on this podcast before. (laughs) But if you are constantly comparing your achievements or what you have to other people, it's going to take the joy out of your life. It's going to damage your self-belief. And I know, Jules, we were talking about some tips and 
tactics to help you if you're feeling bad about yourself or if you are yeah. feeling that other people are doing better than you or if something goes wrong? Yes, I mean, just a couple really for today's podcast. I always try and focus on, on your strengths because it's very easy to get caught up with what you're not so good at yeah. and you forget, do you know what, I'm really good at X, Y and Z. So try and focus on those positive things, the, the things that you're good at, your strengths, mm-hmm. and actually do something that you're good at. So, for example, if you're really good at cooking, do you know what? Go and cook your favourite meal. Yeah. Cook your favourite meal, share it with somebody, whether it's your brother, your sister, your mum, your dad, your auntie, or even your neighbour, or the dog. It doesn't matter. <laughs> your dinner's in the dog. <laughs> but enjoy it, because you'll feel better about yourself. And again, you know, if art's your thing... Do some art and look at it and be yeah. proud of what you've done. Yeah, that's reminded me of times we've been into schools where we've heard people say, oh, don't follow a career in art because there's no money in it or don't follow a career in music because there's no money in it. But then when you look at it, if you enjoy doing it... And it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it, Absolutely yes. <laughs> do it. Absolutely do it. Another really good tip that I was told many, many years ago, and it's a fantastic exercise to do, If you are worried about some of the mistakes that you've made in the past or failures that have happened, do you know what? Write them down and think about the possible reasons for why that didn't work very well or why you made that mistake. Once you've done that, you can look at it and come up with a solution. So therefore, you can avoid making that mistake again. It will give you that confidence and that belief in yourself that if something was to come up again, you think... I know how to handle that. Yeah. I know exactly what to do now. Exactly. And then the bad thing doesn't feel quite so bad after all, does it? We wrote a little bit in the Bees for Beliefs about Thomas Edison inventing the light bulb and trying all those experiments, spending many, many years. In fact, it was about 10,000 experiments he performed. <laughs> wow. And it's really key because he used to write down and document his experiment and then say, yes, I've identified another way of how not to invent a light bulb. (laughs) So he learned from his mistakes there. And that's a real key where you write those things down and think, yeah, if I keep doing that, I'm going to get the same result. Definition, Definition of madness. Definition of madness, yeah. I knew it, but it's true, it's true, it's true. I had to get a quote in there so. <laughs> But that is all about taking, realising that whatever happens there is a positive in it, because if you've learnt something from it, you know now one more way of how not to do it, but you're now looking at another way of how to do it. That's right, and you were saying about building that growth mindset, and that's something that you can start doing from a very young age, But even as you grow older and you become an adult and even through later on in life, you're still building that growth mindset, aren't you? That's one key thing that you were saying is make way for failure because unfortunately, some things won't go to plan. It won't work. But if you've got those mechanisms to be able to cope with it, then it's absolutely fine. And allow those failures to become in because it's part of your growth and part of your success isn't it yes now i've got another quote here the believer will believe what the perceiver will perceive oh you did well saying that i did it's quite a hard one to say i'm proud of that one as well (laughs) i wouldn't have got that out in one go i can tell that for nothing the believer will believe what the perceiver will perceive the believer and the perceiver are actually the same person aren't they yes because if you believe that something's going to go wrong then you're probably going to perceive that it will go wrong yeah 
Likewise, turn that round. If you think mm. something's going to go well, yeah. then you're going to put the likelihood is it's going to go yeah. well. Absolutely. So I'm going to go and smash this job interview today and get this job. I'm going to go into this exam, pass the exam. It's going to go really, really well. I've got an audition on stage. I'm going to be amazing today. And it's just about having that positive growth mindset to believe what you believe, then you can perceive what you perceive. Oh, I like it. Do you know, he said that three times without fluffing it. I am so proud. Do you know <laughs> why? You, because, because I thought of it beforehand. It. And I thought, I can say that live on air. Live on air on this recorded podcast oh, that we can amazing. edit if we wanted to. But yeah, talking about that, another thing at the end of the day to do is think of a positive word of the day. So I think it's something that's gone really well through the day. For example... If you're a parent or a carer and your son and daughter's helped you with the washing up, I have no idea where I've thought of this and they probably won't help you with the washing up. But if they have, their positive word of the day could be they've been helpful. I'm going to change that language because your children probably will help you with the washing up. Oh. You said they probably won't. Did you used to do the washing up when you was a teenager? I, I did actually, yeah, from time to time. Not all from the time. time to time. <laughs> from time to time, I we did. used to have a rotor. Oh. <laughs> Seriously, well, I was an only child, so that was a really rubbish <laughs> rotor. The rotor. Whose turn is it to work? Whose turn is it to Oh, it's mine again. <laughs> it was a strict rotor yeah. because there was three of us, and it, we, which day we one of us would do the washing up, one would do the drying up, and one would do the putting away. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think I used to go on the right with my mum, so. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes you just say, look, just do the washing up. So it's a little bit easier. That one. And now everybody's got a dishwasher anyway. Yeah. But we can believe that your young children will do the washing up. And be helpful. But yeah, think of a positive word of the day as something that's gone really well. I'm going to finish with a little bit of fun here. Go on. So this is all about beliefs, but strange beliefs. And again, we wrote about this in the Don't Get Your Neck Tattoo book. So we put in here about conspiracy theories because they're always about belief. Yes. So one of them we talked about here is Elvis, who died in 1977, Mm -hmm. of course. And he is one of the most cited people after his death. So people are convinced (laughs) that they've seen Elvis. (laughs) But we're talking about the real Elvis, not the guy who performs on stage (laughs) at your holiday destination. Uh, Also, people keep seeing Princess Diana. And also the rapper Tupac as well. The amount of sightings there have been where people actually believe it's a conspiracy and these guys are not dead. We also have another great conspiracy here about William Shakespeare. I think I I know the the conspiracy that he didn't actually write all of the works that have been accredited to him. Is that right? William Stanley or Francis Bacon wrote them. Sizzling fact, that was it. <laughs> uh, here's another one of my favourite ones here as well. When you look up into the sky and you see the white lines left behind flight paths of aeroplanes, mm. this is actually caused by the vapour coming out the plane's exhaust. There was a scientific conspiracy that governments were spraying chemical agents on citizens from the <laughs> oh, planes. <good> grief. <laughs> so that's pretty amazing, really, isn't it? And people actually believe these things. Wow. Sometimes so many people repeat them so many times that they start to believe it. It's true. If it's on social media, it must be true. If it's on Mark and Jules's podcast, it's true. It's definitely true. <laughs> By the way, the first one's not true, but the second one is. <laughs> <laughs> Everything on this podcast has been fact-checked. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, thank our listeners for listening in this week. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. 
Keep coming back for more. And obviously, Sally, keep coming back for more. Keep when are you coming back, back again? Yeah, I'll yes. come back whenever you'll have me. Yeah, do loads of really exciting things. Oh, yes. And of course, remind everybody where they can find you. So probably the best place to find me is on LinkedIn. So if you look for Sally Wood Consultancy on LinkedIn, you'll see my smiling, happy face on there. Always smiling. Always smiling. <laughs> Next time I've done at least three exciting things, I'll be back. I'll Excellent. be checking. So thank you again, everybody, for listening. It's been an absolute pleasure, as always. And if you want to find out more, you can go to our website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk. You can find us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. TikTok. Uh, we're also on YouTube. Subscribe to that. And you can find us on LinkedIn as well. Everywhere. Because we are everywhere. And we look forward to catching you all next week. See you soon. Bye for now. See you later. Thank you for joining us for the Z2A of Life Skills with Jules and Mark of the Future Toolbox. Don't forget to head over to their website, which is futuretoolbox.co.uk, where you can find lots of free resources, plus a host of books in the store, as well as subscribing to the membership site. Follow Future Toolbox Instagram, TikTok and Facebook at Future Toolbox and subscribe to their YouTube channel too.